my loves, and welcome to Trinity Heart Podcast. And I am your host, Coach E. I love that name that Crystal gave me. And I'm so excited to share with you what I, have, what I have learned and has learned about what I believe and some of the reasons why we are here on earth. Besides my Bible, I have been reading Pastor Rick Morant's book, What on Earth Am I Here For? I have been teaching on a couple of social media platforms, but I decided to do something different. Thanks to Crystal Jackson, who is also a business life coach, and I do consider her as a daughter, and I know that she is highly evolved spiritually. Whatever you need, she got it. She can do it. So you can find her at infoeventlife.com. You will not regret it. She will do a great job for you. Okay, let's get started. So let me tell you um, a little bit about where I stand. I believe in the Trinity, the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And why do I believe? It is because of my encounter with him um, through inviting the Holy Spirit into my life in 1987. I mean, when you invite Christ in, it will literally change your life. Uh, I remember when I got saved, I was dating this guy. And of course, you know, anytime you get together with other women, you talk about men. So I was sharing with his sister about how he was treating me. And his sister told me, say, well, you know, I know this guy who will treat you better than him. He has plenty of money. He's good looking. You know, he has everything you need. So, of course, you know, I'm thinking, why is it that she's not keeping this guy for, for herself? And so I asked, I said, so why are you telling me about him? Why are you not keeping him for yourself? She said, well, I, I got him too. And so she began to share with me about the love of Christ. She began to tell me about this guy and his name was Jesus. And that was in 1987. And my life has not been the same since. I, once he comes in, he will change your life. And so now, if you really want to get to know him even the more, you have to spend time in prayer. You have to spend time in worship and you have to read your word, your word. And so when, when I talk to young people, most of the time they tell me that they do not know why they're here. And the older people seem to always have regret. One thing I know from being one of the older people, age does not determine when you discover who you are. But it's, it, it's, it's your willingness to allow God to open up your eyes to see who he is so you can know who you are. Um, I truly do believe that from the beginning, God designed us human as a triune being, meaning we are body, soul, and spirit. Our soul has a mind. We have emotions and a will which give us freedom to choose. There's a scripture that says, he set before us life and death, and he tell us to choose. You know, our spirit um, is connected to God. 
for God is a spirit and we can only worship him in spirit and truth. You know, I was reading uh, Ecclesiastic and I truly believe that King Solomon was asking the same questions because he talked about how he's tried everything, how he's done everything. And, you know, according to the scripture, he had about a thousand wives and cock about, and he said that it was all vanity, vanity, like chasing of the wind. And so there's a, a phrase that he used, life under the sun. He used that phrase 29 times. Uh, the writer states that this life under the sun is seen through the eyes of the unbeliever, and it is characterized by iniquity, uncertainty, unpredictable changes in our finances, and of course, um, feeling like uh, justice is not on our side. All uh, all of these things they, they keep us. They keep us you know, fighting with ourselves, you know, when you, when you're not, when you don't know who you are and you don't know who Christ is, uh, you have a tendency to go into yourself. And I, 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 I was talking to my sister, my uh, daughter today, and I was reminding her how important it is to spend time in prayer. I was reminding her that, you know, when things are going good, we have a tendency to get up off our knees. And then when things start to go bad, uh, before we even go back into prayer, what we do, we usually try to fix it ourselves. However, we always end up, we who know Christ, that is, always end up going back to him. And so as far as King Solomon goes, most of us, um, as he was saying, we can become cynical. You know, we become doubtful. Uh, we become selfish. And we began to, to just not see ourselves. We start to look at the world. We start to look at what's going on in the world. And so we cannot understand or see where we're going and what we are supposed to do without God. That's just the bottom line. Solomon states that everything is meaningless. Go read it for yourself. He said everything is meaningless without God. We have seen it happen so many times. People step away from life. They give up. They give up hope. Um, some even commit suicide. You know, most of us think that because the person has uh, all the material things and plenty of money that they should be happy. You know, it, it was easy for us to, to share uh, when we got plenty of money. Uh, you know, it was easier for us to be happy when we had things. But I was thinking about one of my friends. She and I have been friends for a long, long, long time. And she committed suicide in her late 50s. Now, she purchased this house in the 80s. She worked for uh, Procter & Gamble. You know, so most of the people who worked for Procter & Gamble, they retired millionaires. And so during the 80s, this was really unheard of for, especially uh, 
a, a black woman, she purchased this house, four bedroom house, five bed, four bedroom house with five bedrooms. I mean, huge house, you know, and she had two or three nice cars. And, you know, she had, we would think that, you know, she, what we would say is she had a maid. And she had one son, three grandchildren. And she committed suicide. She left that one son. I remember talking to her about what was going on. And I never would have thought that she was so broken. I never would have thought that she was so empty and lost, um, that she was in such deep emotional pain. As for me, I could not see how much pain she was in because I was religious too. We went to church, you know, you know, we did what we thought was right. We try to be good, but let me tell you something. It's good that you can be good, but you need a relationship with God because the rules and the regulations, the do's and the don't, they, they really don't say you according to scripture says, um, not by works, least any man should boast. But I didn't realize that my friend was so lost. We went to church every Sunday. We went to Bible study. And in the midst of all of that, she was empty and she was lost. According to what I read, Solomon wants us to, Solomon wants to help destroy our false hope of which we have in the secular world, you know, in the matrix. That's a whole nother story right there. Um, we put so much emphasis on things. We put so much emphasis on, you know, what type of car we drive and what our zip code. I remember one time people didn't ask you where you live. They asked you, you, you about your zip code. They wouldn't say, well, where do you live? They said, what's your zip code? Because they define you by your zip code. Isn't that really a trip? For you who are trying to figure out what you should be doing, what's your purpose, it is all found in Christ. It is in him that we live and we move and we have our beings. We can do nothing without Christ. Christ in us is the hope of glory. In Jeremiah 29, 11 and 14, I live by the scripture. It says, God said, for I know the plan I have for you. And you can put your name right there. I know the plan that I have for you. And it is a plan not to harm you, but one to prosper you and give you hope in a future. He said, if you call me, I'm going to answer and I'm going to bring you out of captivity. You know what, what got you stuck. You know what's holding you prisoner. He'll bring you out. And so I started thinking about being stuck. You know, I felt like I had been stuck for a long time. And I, and I was. And, but I had to realize what that looked like. So being stuck means that you do the same thing, looking for a different result. So, but I had to choose. That's why he said, I said before you life and death, choose. So I had to choose whether I wanted to stay where I was or, or I wanted to move forward. God knows us. He knew 
each of us before the foundation of the world. He created us in his image. He designed us to represent him in the earth. He gave us a body so we can serve him. Uh, I have tried to do life without him and it just does not work. You know how many times I tried to do that? You know how many times? See, what this is what I realized, that once I came into knowledge, into the knowledge of who he is, see, once I got to know him, I can't go back. I tried. Don't think I didn't. I tried. Because one time I thought that I chose him, but I realized that, the scripture said that you didn't choose him. He chose you. He chose us from the foundation of the world for such a time as this. He chose us for this time right now. He chose us to be light and salt to a dying world. And so once you connect to him, it is hard to disconnect from him because he did choose you. He chose you. And, and I realized that for me without God, Life really makes no sense. You know, I have tried to downplay, you know, who I am in Christ because, you know, people get so offended. But, you know, they're going to get offended is regardless of what. So I decided, I say, Christ in me, the hope of glory. When people say, there's something different about you, I, that's the, that's the uh, terminology that I use. Uh, that's the phrase that I use. Christ in me, when they say, there's something different about you. I say, yes, Christ in me, the hope of glory. You know, I know that life will present some challenges, some good and some not so good. However, he always help us to endure whatever, whatever comes at us. Our hope is in Christ and Christ alone. He said that he would never leave us. He said that he would never forsake us. So he said, call me and I'm going to answer. He said, call me and I'll bring you out. He said, call me and I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. He knows and he give us the tools that we need to complete each journey that he choose for us. He's not a cruel daddy. He gives us what we need. He gives us exactly what we need. He gives you the tools, everything you need. Everything you need is in Christ. You know, different journeys requires different tools. I remember going on my journey to understand unconditional love. The number one tool that God gave me was his love, which does not judge. It is never jealous. It's not boastful, it's not proud, and it's really, truly is not rude. It is not selfish, quick tempered. Uh, it don't even, if, listen, it don't play the blame game, but it is patient, it's supportive, it's loyal, hopeful, and trusting. On the journey of life, unconditional love is the foundation that our life should be built on. Once we learn to love, meaning to know God, to love ourselves, it becomes easier to build anything on that foundation for God is love. And so now it is time for Ask Coach E. 
This is where we take questions from our social media page. And today's question comes from Win on Facebook. And she asks, does your choice of friend matter to your faith? And I say, yes. How can two walk together except they be in agreement? And usually, from my experience, when I dealt with people who weren't saved, I always went in that direction, you know. Okay? And so laughter is like medicine for the soul. It is time for our laugh out loud moment. And my joke is two windmills are standing on a wind farm. One asks, what's your favorite kind of music? The other one replied, I'm a big metal fan. <laughs> That's too funny for me. I know it might not be funny to folks, but he said that I'm a big metal fan. Okay. In closing, we're at the end of this episode. And I would like to thank you for tuning into Trinity Heart Podcast. And I pray that you heard something that has enlightened you and that would help you to move into your purpose and destiny. And I also want to take this moment to allow you to invite Christ into your life. If you do not know Christ as Lord and Savior, this is a great opportunity to do so. And so I just want to say, remember, God is love. Love comes from God and God love and never fear. So thank you and have a great day. Bye.